Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Ah, yes. Welcome to the We Got the Chocolates podcast. It's the sports podcast for the non-professionals. If you tried really hard to be good at sport, but never quite nailed it, you're in good company. Check out these less than marvellous bits coming up. Bit of foursome backs. Yeah, yeah bit of foursome backs, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Um, yeah, I, I had a little story if everyone's happy to happy to listen. Nice, thanks. Um, okay, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lee, I, did, I yeah. loved your uh, sex head. Has <laughs> 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 been talking about it for 60 episodes. Yeah, I so. never listened to what has said. <laughs> <laughs> and now over to Lee, Sam and Mitch with the marvellous We Got the Chocolates podcast. All right, hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of the We Got the Chocolates podcast. I'm Lee. I'm Sam. I'm Mitch. And this is episode 60 that you find yourself listening to right now. If you're a new listener, welcome. If you're an old listener, welcome. Uh, Sam, how are you doing? Tired again, as usual, just doing your job <laughs> over the weekend, bit over time. Yeah, plenty of cricket again. Uh, good to good to start the two-day well and, um, and win the quarterfinal on the one day as for Redlands Tigers. Mm, skin or yeah, no runs, no opportunity to get runs. Yeah, no, just fielded all day. Yep. Um, if I may say so myself, though, I got a, got a pretty handy run out. So Did you? Happy to happy to rave about that for a while if anyone wants to listen. Well, look, I feel like we should spend more time speaking about your feats in cricket because Mike has going to a cricket game and scoring runs. No shock. It's just not a shock. Like no. he gets paid to do that. That would be mm. him not doing that would be the equivalent of you going to City Beach and there being no clothes yeah. in store. Yeah, that'd be bad. Yeah. So that's you not doing your job properly. Yeah, so I mean exactly. essentially the same thing. So I think we should spend more time talking about your run outs. Okay, yeah, sure. Well I'm happy with that. So this run out I'm fielding on the boundary at over at Cow Corner, spinners bowling. Yep. Um haven't had a touch in a while because they were Blocking the nunger out of him for who knows what reason. He's uh, need to use the podcast as your personal sledging account. <laughs> Sorry. Anyways, Sorry finally, to those batsmen. Someone's finally whipped one off their legs, and we've had someone, whoever's at midwicket, has missed it. I think it's gone through Bailey Stewart's legs at mid on, and I've sort of had to wake up and run around to, to around long on, pick up the ball, and they've decided that they want to take on my arm, running two, one stump to aim at. For probably, I don't know, maybe 15 metres inside the boundary by that stage and sneaky little direct hit in the base of the stump. Not bad. Look at you go, Skinner. Yeah. Very impressive. Oh, that yeah. is impressive. Thanks, yeah. fellas. Well done, Skin. Cheers. Um, yeah. Hopefully if I get a couple of runs next week, it'll be top it off. But yeah, that would top we it go. off. That's right. Now, if you're wondering what the heck is going on, we all play for the same grade cricket club. They are the Redlands Tigers. 
and we that's cricket, obviously, yep. <laughs> that we're playing, speaking about. And uh, yeah, we all well, has made another hundred on the weekend. He's saying them like beach balls at the moment for Lee, us. Lee threw away a hundred. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I made ninety one and then played one of the worst shots you'll see. Two days in a row, in fact, yeah. dismissed in similar circumstances. Yeah. And I was going to say, I because the second day was obviously the quarterfinal. So um, Evan Bancroft, who we had on last week, Banger was down watching, mm. and he uh, found me shortly after your second dismissal and said that it looked a lot like your dismissal the day before, and maybe yeah. when you cooled down after after fuming when you got off, I should probably let you know to put the on drive away for a couple of weeks. The lofted on drive. The lofted on drive. Also, it turned out to be not the best option was the lofted on drive into, into a gale. Deep breeze. Deep breeze yeah. that blew it back onto my head. I yeah. almost got caught and bowled. Um, yeah, so that was poor. And the other piece of news that you saw over the weekend, I think, was um, if you also a new listen to the show, we have spent a bit of time in our past in, the, in mm. recent years playing some Aussie Rules football in the Div 2 reserves yep. for the Alex Hills Bombers. And guess what happened over the weekend? They won the flag. They won the flag. Get around them. Without us. Yeah, without, <laughs> without us. We have no, not contributed much. I haven't contributed emissions. much in seasons. Lee, you contributed a bit this season, but have, have been useless since yeah, the cricket season started. At the started. start, and I was okay, and then I yeah, yeah. had to retire for, well, yeah. retire for a little while. Have a few comebacks, I think, similar yeah, to yeah. John Farnham. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I gave up, and then uh, they just started winning. Yeah, they've gone on and done very well. Good on them. All the way to the granny. So, special shout out to the Div 2 reserves, Alex's Bombers. What a side. Yes. Now, has I believe you ran a segment on social media recently that we are going to do now. Yes, and it is a segment we have done for a while. It's What Would You Change If You Were In Charge? And uh, this week it's AFL. So, you know, AFL is on at the moment, getting towards the pointy end of the season with the finals, yep. and we had some pretty interesting replies. Uh, so we got our our followers on Instagram, Facebook, tell us what they would change if they were in charge of AFL. So Cameron said, make a Tasmanian team. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We don't actually really understand. You were asking that way, and you're like it yeah, seems I'm, like a reasonable idea. Yeah, and I was speaking to to Millie from from Redlands Tigers, who's spent a few seasons down in Tasmania a couple of weeks ago, and he was yeah just saying that. I don't know, everyone down there just has to follow Melbourne teams and it's a bit... But don't they play heaps of games in Tasmania? Yeah, it's pretty popular already. down there. Yeah, 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 like, take it. games there yeah. to Tassie. So, yeah, I don't, I don't sort know. it out. Yeah. Good idea. I mean, it has <laughs> snowed down there while idea. they've been training. Uh, yeah, so but that could be the only turn off. Apart from that, it's yeah. a great idea. <laughs> I mean, it did that in Adelaide too for a while. Really? Well, probably not snow, but it was incredibly cold. <laughs> <laughs> not a great place to go for your pre-season training. Right. Uh, Ryan wants a national masters comp so Lethal can play. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I reckon there probably is a national masters comp, but you probably don't fit the requirements of age. Yeah, I know. Like Twenty-four, despite the But I'm guess, I guess he's <laughs> suggesting that you might actually be okay and, and score a couple of goals against against old people. Older people. Yeah. <laughs> well, as it turns out, I don't because I've played against a lot of old people in the Div Two reserves, and I mean, there's a guy that plays 500th game for our club wow. the other day, yeah. and Big Dino, and he's got you covered. And he's a gun. Yeah. So I'm not even sure that the Masters comp would help me, but thank you, Ryan. Appreciate that. Uh, ben wants to keep playing a game of AFL every night of the week, so he's liking what's COVID's, uh, what COVID's brought with mm. uh, plenty of AFL okay. each week. Interesting. Yeah. Um, we've got a couple of people who we'd like to talk to. The first one is Malcolm Lack, who uh, has his idea for us here. Oh, look, I reckon that um, if you got one point for every metre that you were out from goal when you uh, when you scored. Oh. Yeah, I reckon that's I a great idea. On that. Yeah, yeah that I mean, is. just that'd be high scoring games. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure how that worked the behind system, but oh yeah, who doesn't want to see 
a scoreline of uh, two and a half thousand. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm struggling to think of another game where the scoreline would be two and a half thousand to, to <laughs> one and a thousand, well, one thousand eight hundred or so. I can't think of any other sporting game where that would be the case. So this could be a new area, untapped. Well, we could eliminate soccer because I don't think it's going to come close. <laughs> ah, the old nil-nil draw. Nil-nil draw, no thanks. What I'm secretly trying to do is to bring back the kicking duel that's sadly missing out of rugby league, you see. So oh. I'm trying to bring back that aspect of uh, you know, the AFL. A bit of foursome backs. <laughs> yeah, a bit of foursome backs, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah just kick long. But I'll tell you what, the most points that I could ever register would be 21, I reckon, in our game. game Kick a goal from 20 out. I'm thinking that's a pretty long bomb. Uh, 20 out, yeah, I could do that. But then I'd have to go off and sit out two quarters because I'd be knackered. Yeah, hamstrings done. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. (laughs) And for those listening, uh, who we're speaking to right now is actually – He's been trying to get on the podcast for a while, maybe. Uh, he might have a few stories to tell in the future, but he is the owner of our sponsor, Alchemy Cordials Australia. Yes, there's a reason we call him Alchemy. <laughs> hey, well, there, there's a missed opportunity, isn't there? <laughs> that's, that's almost a segment by itself. Lee, oh. Lee's uh, drinking one of your turmeric yeah. lattes at the moment. Tucking in, Malcolm. Oh, are you enjoying it? It's delightful, actually. Very well made, I must say, so that can make uh, a difference. Yep. <laughs> um, Tell me, does it, um, does it take away your uh, your aches and pains? Yeah, it had. Well, I had a few from the weekend, actually, when I dove in stump hockey and hurt my back. So that's why I've yep. been drinking them all day. I'm, I'm feeling much better for it. Yeah, turmeric's, turmeric's really good for that. The curcumin's good for anti-inflammatory um, powers that it has. Right. Yeah. I wish I'd known that earlier, I would have been drinking them more often. Well, Has has been talking yeah. about it for 60 episodes. Yeah, I so. never listened to what Has said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, thank you very much, Malcolm. We appreciate your idea there, and uh, we appreciate putting a voice to the company that has always recommended so highly. Yeah, no worries. You guys are uh, more than welcome. I think you do a great job. And um, I can't wait for episode number 100. That's going to be a cracker. Yeah. I hope you got some ideas in the pipeline for us, eh, mate? Because <laughs> we don't have it yet. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, See you later, mate. Bye. Thank you. Who else have we got to get here? I reckon a uh, friend of the show, actually, one of our one of our few friend of the shows, uh, actually official. Uh, <laughs> oh, he is an official one with yeah. no card. Yeah. No, he does have a card. Yeah, he's no got a letter. Card. Yeah. Card, right. but no letter. Well, no one has a letter yet. Yeah, no one's got that. Deep in the production line, though. We will have an update about them at some point. Not this episode. Yep. <laughs> of course, uh, we're talking about Rory Smith. Hey, boys, how you all going? Good, hey, Rory, how are you? Good. Now, how's yeah, running a segment here, much. Rory? You've come in mid-segment, so we just need to uh, get you fired up straight away here. Look, we know oh, uh, we know you're from the UK, so you know a lot about AFL. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, in, in our segment, what would you change if you are in charge of AFL? You had, a, had an idea. You might want, might want to uh, tell our listeners. Uh, yeah, what was my idea again? Um, <laughs> well, it was one word. It was, yeah. was summarising one word. I can't actually remember. <laughs> Great. You well, said that, you'd that... change lots. <laughs> oh, lots. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I can rattle off a few more off the top. I don't like the stupid little punchy passing thing. Oh, oh yeah, the hand pass, yeah, 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 okay, yeah. Yeah, I, I really don't like the concept that you can kick it in between three posts and get Two different scores. Yeah, four parts, um, actually. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, or well, three sections, three sections. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah people might, running around taking I'm, each other out. I might add a couple of options to you there. I reckon can only pass backwards. Add an end zone when she can yeah. put the ball down in and score a try. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
can't knock the ball on or fumble it. Yeah, sounds okay. a lot like it. Yeah, yeah. we're actually like quite anyway. good at that sport. If you remember the actual Union World Cup. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, oh right. Union. Yeah, no, that's good. When was that? I was like, wiped that from my memory very quickly. Yeah, well, we smashed you boys in the quarters or something. Okay, I only remember the most recent Ashes. <laughs> that was a draw. That was a draw. <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. We just hung on to them. Yeah. Back they came on the plane. Yeah. <laughs> Back they came. Well, all this AFL chat might be a reason why my I think I did a fantasy team, and I think I was sitting two and a half millionth when I left or something. Two and a wow. half millionth. That is certainly oh, not the best. Yeah, yeah, I had about three players playing. I mean, I had I had Lockie Lockie O'Neill was doing good for me, but no one else was playing. <laughs> that's, that's Lockie Neal, yeah. No, no, that was a different Neal. guy. He's <laughs> okay. playing Gaelic football or something. Yeah, that's right. Either way, he's the only player I know. God, I love it. Well, you sort of know him. Yeah. I mean, you don't. Know, you haven't actually gone to the effort of learning his last name correctly. <laughs> no, fair enough. <laughs> All right, mate. Well, we appreciate your time as per usual. Um, well, I hope you are going well over there. Yeah, I'm staring at some wet, rainy outside weather. So, yeah, yeah I'm sure you'll get shock. it. That's a real shock. Real shock. All right. Perfect, mate. Well, we'll All speak right. to you very soon, no doubt. Pleasure, boys. Thank you. See Cheers, you, mate. Rory. Bye. Now, Rory actually, uh, he did segue to the next segment that we were about to do. He spoke highly of a super coach or fantasy team, as he referred to it as. Yep. Uh, and I guess we actually have got to the pointy end of our season. Now, if you haven't listened recently, we have probably thrown this topic um, out a little bit because myself and Mitch were very, very poor at it. Yep. Has incredibly good. Our team, Mitch, was getting a little bit of neglect yeah, after a couple of... Probably down there with Rory's, I would think. Yeah, real sort of confident, draining losses early in the season. <laughs> so that sort of took the wind out of our sails, didn't it, Has? But we've got to the pointy end now. And we are going to get someone on the phone who happens to be our super coach winner for NRL. Simon Malenko. We spoke to him very recently, but he's back with us. Simon, are you there? I'm here, boys. Thanks for having me again. No worries. Congratulations. Yeah, I love the sound of that. It's unreal. <laughs> yeah, it's one of, my, one of my greatest achievements, this, I think. Yeah, I know. Your, flag. your team, Milchenko, I'm sure this was the hardest league it was entered in, the, the we got the Chocolates League. <laughs> How many <laughs> leagues was many? it actually entered into, Simon? I couldn't actually tell you that. Probably three or four, I'd say. Too many to count, as it turns out. I, I didn't have much success in any of the others, so <laughs> I don't know what that says about the way you got the chalk. <laughs> well, I mean, we haven't mentioned it much. I think because Lee and Mitch, you know, they were way down the bottom of the ladder and yeah. didn't have any interest. Really? I mean, I was trying to get it involved on the podcast every week, but they, they didn't want to talk about it. I, yeah. I, um, I, was, I think I was down near uh, Mitch and, and Lee as well most of the season, and time were run quite well. Yeah. Uh, Bit of a topsy-turvy season, but we timed it right for the finals, as they say. Getting some form at the right time of year. Look at you go. Certainly did. Unbelievable. <laughs> well, mate, you're actually the winner of uh, a prize pack that has been supplied for us by, well, I, I should let Has do this part, actually. Really. <laughs> yeah, you, you've won an uh, Alchemy Australia hamper to the value of $100. So let me tell you, that is a lot of smoothies, superfood elixirs, coffee syrups, chais. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, I'm sure you'll be churning through those and, and might run out next year around this time when you might win another hamburger if you, if you win our league again. <laughs> Absolutely wrapped, boys. Unreal. Fantastic, mate. Well, congratulations on the win again. Thanks for entering. A very strong wig of the Chocolates League there in the NRL Supercoach, and we'll see you again next season. Cheers, lads. Commiserations to everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Thanks mate. Really. Now, guys, the other person that we should have got on the phone, I mean, to be fair, we tried hard. We do slave away here. We've been hard on the tools. We just couldn't quite get him. Uh, Telstra was probably down who knows there's plenty of excuses we can come up with I had a knee reconstruction etc so we have not got our winner of the AFL Supercoach competition on 
Remember that we got the Chocolates League that we started, met, well, ages ago now. Long time ago. Right at the start of the season. I don't yeah. know what episode we were up to, but it was a long time ago. Uh, but right at the start of the season, then COVID hit, there were weeks off, and then it came yeah. back. And and uh, the competition continued, though. And Jared, he was the man from Geelong FC. Yep. So right. Jared's the, the coach of the Geelong FC team. Yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> doesn't actually play with Gary Ablett Jr. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Jared wins the uh, Alchemy Cordials Australia hamper as well. So well done to him. And uh, hamper. Heck you know, of a hamper. Lee and Mitch, your team came third uh, in the normal season, but were knocked out in the quarters. So didn't uh, you could have pushed came a bit third, harder. Mitch could have pushed a bit harder there. Yeah, we gave up. We yeah. gave up too easy there. Yeah, it's yeah, a well, podium finish. Surprised me. Well, you're in like the top hundred, weren't you, in the first week or something like that? Yeah, but I mean, yeah, the, the first, first week, week to has. the twentieth week is yeah. <laughs> that's quite a substantial difference. That's a lot of that's a lot of maintenance. Yeah. I think I was about forty thousandth in the first week of the NRL one, and I had to grind my way back to. Yeah, 5, we're, not grind, though, <laughs> we're not about grind though, We're not about that grind. But anyway, anyone else out there who are looking to get their hands on their very own Alchemy Cordials Australia products like our winners have, uh, be sure to go to their website and use our code WGTC10 at the checkout to get your 10% off your order. Mm. Um, you know, Alchemy been transforming refreshments in the Redlands for over 23 years, so check them out for yourself. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. All right. Um, yeah, I, I had a little story. If everyone's happy to happy to listen, no thanks. Um, okay, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> no, go on, Skittle. All right. Um, yeah, well, we've we've already spoken a fair bit about AFL on this on this episode. So yeah, I thought more than I'd, usual, actually. Yeah, I, I thought I'd keep. Has would be hating it over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tough gig, sorry, has he? But I, I thought I'd. Uh, yeah. So I'll, I'll just just keep the keep the ball rolling, I guess. Um, this story, I mean. Loosely relates to the AFL. Oh, not that loose. Let's go. Um, so, obviously... <laughs> Tightly <Tight, laughs> yeah. related. Yeah, I was just, just pondering it uh, while I was talking, but that's all right. Um, so, yeah, Lee, you're, you and I, obviously, Lions fans, has not so much, but we've been to quite a few games over the last couple of seasons at the Gabba, um, and in that time, I've, I've decided that my favourite player in the comp is Charlie Cameron, which I, yeah, I think I've mentioned to you before. Good player. Um, yeah, good player, but, I mean, maybe a little bit of a rare selection. I mean, he's not racking up thousands of touches a game. Like, he's, he's not like a Nat Fife or someone like that, but he, he just kicks ridiculous goals every now and then. Which is, yeah, but that yeah. gets you up and about. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it turns out I've, I've got this in common with a friend of mine from work, Matt Wilson. He's a, a valued listener. He's contributed a few ideas to the podcast over the years um, and so we we spend a lot of time bonding over our love for Charlie Cameron we 
you know, come in most Monday mornings and watch whatever ridiculous goal he kicked that weekend, et cetera, et cetera. Did he also um, send us a video of you eating mandarin skin out of yep, a bin? That's the that's the man, so I'm sure we'll see that over, <laughs> I like over the socials. <laughs> I've always liked that guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, anyway, so he's re- recently moved house um, and discovered after a few weeks of living there that he lives around the corner from Charlie Cameron. Jeez, I thought you were going to say he moved into Charlie Cameron's house. No, no, not quite. Um, But yeah, I I think the the story was he was was just walking down the street the other day and saw Charlie outside some house, and you know, which is exciting enough, but obviously doesn't prove that he lives there. Uh, But then went and did a bit of a store, Googled Charlie Cameron's house, and it's a photo of Charlie outside the house that is just around the corner. How come Charlie Cameron's address is on Google? (laughs) Yeah, good point, actually. I don't know. Um, Anyway, so so Matt's coming to work raving the other day about how he lives next to Charlie Cameron. He's obviously pumped up about it. It's pretty exciting times. Um, And he's decided to spend the entire day seeing how many times he can weave it into different conversations. Um, I think at one point he was blaming Charlie's Mercedes for the raise in for the increase in his um, insurance premiums that when, he, when he moved house. Um, but probably probably more the conversation centered around we were trying to plot ways that we could well get Matt to meet Charlie Cameron and then potentially get tickets to the Lions final coming oh, up on Friday brilliant. night. That is brilliant. Yes. So my best idea was uh, to ac- accidentally kick the Sharon into his backyard and just... Uh, well, uh, we do know that you are good at that yeah. because you have punted one into the Brisbane River before. That's true. Yeah, but can I'm you do just, it on purpose? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that, was that, that, yeah, that was accidental. I don't know if I could land it in a backyard on purpose. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was my idea. And then just, you know, knock on the door and say, hey, mate, how are you going? I've left me Sharon in your backyard. You're like, oh, my God, you're Charlie Cameron. What are the chances? <laughs> what are the chances? Okay, that's brilliant. Yeah. Um, and I think Matt's Matt's best idea was he, he's planning some sort of big party this weekend. It's his birthday coming up. But he was just going to drop a little a little note in his in his letterbox saying, hey, mate, sorry, we might, might be a bit of noise this Saturday night. Oh, but you're always welcome to come around for a beer if you want to. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll get your name on the door list if you get me tickets to the next game. <laughs> are they meant to be isolating, though? <laughs> I don't know how it would be viewed by the Brisbane Lions from just rock. Yeah. Up to a house party. Yeah, I'm not sure it'd go down well <laughs> with people that he doesn't know. But anyway, I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to just you know, shit on the idea. There could be a belter. <laughs> yeah, it could be. It could um, work magnificently but, well. But I'm, I'm more of a fan of the Sharon kicking in the backyard. Yeah, item. yeah, I thought so as well. All right. Well, yeah, I mean, that was that was pretty much my story. I thought that was worth telling. A little little claim to fame there. Well, I mean, it's um, worth telling, but you now need to go through with both ideas and tell us which one works. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to have to document that a he little probably, bit more. He probably has a few Sharons in his backyard. It might got mixed up with the other ones that are there. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's right. I'm yeah. sure he's not struggling for it, is he? He might have a few. Yeah. Yeah. So I reckon, Skinner, we're going to have to document it. Maybe get you on the videographer's okay. Yeah, right. We don't even have to hire a videographer for the weekend yeah. just to... See if you can get tickets for the next couple of days, <laughs> that mission. Okay. okay. All right. I'll see how I go then. Yeah. So when it's the finals Friday. Yeah. Friday night. V at the Gabba. Yeah. So you're going to have to move quite swiftly here. Mm, yeah. And if I'm if I'm not there, then we know the result. Okay. Well, let me tell you, my idea would be, have you considered, we do have a blue ticker around us here on Instagram. Ah, have you considered getting the other good. celebrity to reach out to Charlie Cameron via Instagram DMs? And see if he might be able to do something for you. Well, you want me to just I ask for tickets? Hey, mate, I've got a blue tick like you. Can I have some tickets to the game? Yeah, that'll do. You've got yeah, something in common. I'm sure we can word it far better than that has. You're never going to get a job in HR with that type of attitude. <laughs> I'll be able to word it really well, I reckon. Hey, Charlie, big fan of what you do. 
And by that, I mean, I would really love to watch you on Friday. <laughs> Make it all about him. It's perfect. So a total lie from me saying that I want to watch the AFL. But, oh, jeez, you know. has. Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> no, I, was say, that much. I mean, I'm nowhere near as famous as, uh, as Charlie Cameron, but sometimes like mid BBL season, I'll get someone. We get have a lot of cyclists cycling past our house at, at uh, in the Redlands, and um, every now and then I'll be like packing my car or getting ready, opening the front gate to, to leave, and some cyclists would drive past, ride past, and go, "Go well tonight, has or good luck tonight." I'll hit it, like make sure you score plenty of runs for the heat. I'm like, I got no idea who this guy is, but okay. Well, <laughs> have you ever had one say, "Hey man, I left my bike in your backyard." None of them have asked for tickets, so. Okay. Uh, uh, oh, that's good, Skittle. Good. I look forward to uh, hearing how that goes. I can't wait. Be active on the socials for that yeah. <laughs> to see if you get tickets or not. Um, guys, one thing that we have wanted to talk about for some time here uh, is the worst things that you might have to do in your job. Um, we thought that that was an interesting discussion point on the back of one engagement party that we were at in recent times. We were sort of having this discussion with a nurse, actually, who had some pretty hard stories to top. Yeah, um, right. But I feel like I have a pretty tough one from teaching that I feel like I could get, but maybe we can save that for, for last. Do you have any, like, I mean, has your cricketer, I don't know if you have, you still have something though that you don't look forward oh, to, I reckon. Easy, easy pick is fielding at short leg, which I've had to do a lot of. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, of yeah that's, that's incredibly fair, actually. We've got guys in Joe Burns, Usman Kawaja, Manus Labashane, we've all fielded in short leg for Australia and done a really good job, yep. but they refuse to do it for Queensland, so I... Have to do it. So Hazlitt goes in. Um, wow. and not a lot of fun. Been yeah. here a couple of times, but short yeah. leg, short leg in cricket. That is actually hard to top. Skin on. Have you got anything for the? Um, well, for the, the heck you do. <laughs> uh, oh, probably not anything for my current job. No, it's pr- pretty pretty cruisy little office job. But for uh, maybe for my first job, yeah. um, was up at the local curry shop where oh, I yeah. spent the okay. first two weeks getting paid in curry rather than money so that was nice uh and i should uh, probably <laughs> be okay with that <laughs> at one point yeah uh but yeah at one point i ended up like I, I was meant to be a waiter and somehow ended up out the back at the end of the night scrubbing like just i don't know oh you're a dish pig. yeah just no not even like had the mats from the floors from the kitchen and was scrubbing all the butter chicken <laughs> off that with a little dustpan oh, and brush it was, <laughs> it was a mission no wonder you went vegan yeah. And getting paid in curry, so yeah, not a great night that one. Was it vegetarian uh, curry at least? No, no it was a bit, that was a meat eater back then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is back you in the day. Seen the light. Back in the day. Yeah, that's right, exactly. Well, I think guys, mine would be uh, pretty simple. I, when I first became a teacher in Adelaide, because I don't know what your experience is. Where I'll get your thoughts in a second, but uh, when I did sex ed at school as a student, mm. we had like a specialist guy come in to to tell us oh, this yeah. is the birds and the bees and give us all the bits and pieces we needed to know. Uh, so I always thought that that was like a specialist position and then I graduated started teaching in Adelaide and got told that in term three good luck mate you're on the sexual health unit uh, so you're teaching that <laughs> sexual education can't even say it properly like <laughs> <laughs> your experience no 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 I was not <laughs> a small disclaimer um, and I, I found that the most rattling experience I still like now I've been teaching for for quite a few years and I still hate it with a passion but there's two stories that I'll never ever forget from my first experience with trying to teach sex education to 13 year olds that uh, I was you know I was like mid-20s so I'm not that old um, it was a very daunting experience and so one one thing that they actually I should have brought it in as a demonstration maybe we can do that one week but the, the school had invested oh. <laughs> the school had invested into these bananas 
right? Um, plastic bananas from the outside, so you can carry them in your shopping trolley and stuff if for some reason you needed to, a fake banana. Mm. Uh, but then when you pull them apart, turns out, bang, it's a snag. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's, a sausage? It's the penis. <laughs> what? Just a genuine fake penis. Okay. Uh, and the practical element of this particular lesson is that you need to put a condom onto the penis or the students have to. You demonstrate, they repeat, etc., etc. Uh, I found this the most daunting thought of all time, to be honest. Uh, not because I don't believe in using them, that's fine. <laughs> but but um, I need to clarify that I do believe in using them. Um, that was real awkward. Let's get into that. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, regardless, I just found it an incredibly daunting experience. Yes, the teaching. The teaching part, yeah. yes. Not yes. ideal. No, exactly. Um, anyway, so I digress. Basically, the partner, the teaching partner that I had was an older lady. She would have been mid-40s. And she came to save me, basically. She said, you can sit at the back, just watch and observe and help out, walk around the groups and make sure that you're active. I'm happy to have taught this lesson a few times. I'm happy to sort of take the lead and, and I'll sort it out. I was like, oh, that's magnificent. Great. I'll just, just massive sigh of relief. I was yep. so pumped. And then she did the demonstration, was walking around going, yep, yep, that looks good, that looks good. And one group says to her, Miss, how, how do I do it? Like, with do you roll this way or what am I doing here? And she started the sentence with, and I'll never forget it. Well, what I like to do is, <laughs> and the entire class was just like, Miss, like hated it with a passion. Just like did not yeah, need to know that. Yep. But so then, then I got brave after that. And I was like, all right, I can do this. Like if she's out there making those mistakes, then surely I can get it done and, and be okay. And uh, you follow this book, right? They give you this book that's meant to outline every single lesson. So there's not a lot of wriggle room. You just you just do what it says. Yep. And the, the, the next lesson after that, um, year eight kids, and basically you're meant to be able to say the sort of terminology, I guess, very scientifically. So penis, vagina, you have to be able to pronounce those comfortably without laughing. Real challenge for me. Uh, and then, so mature. And, yes, exactly, in class. And so basically the theory is that you give these kids one last chance to use any common slang that they possibly like. What have you heard? What do you refer to it as? Get it all out now. And then from this point on in every sexual education, sex ed class, uh, we just use scientific terminology. So I've followed the instructions. You've got the butcher's paper out there. Write down here any common slangs that you've heard for penis. Write down here any common slang that you've heard for vagina, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, then I pick up the butcher's paper. Obviously, my job to read them out and make it like not a big thing. Just make it like, oh yeah, that's yep, yeah, it's interesting. Off we go. First name I read was a hot pocket, so I was like, okay, that's interesting. Nice, very creative, yep. and got through like a couple more of them. Ham wallet, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Over to the penis, and the very first name that I was expected to read with their straight face was purple-headed custard chucker. <laughs> And I was just like, you have got to be kidding me. Where have these come from? Who's doing these? They're obviously just trying to stitch me up. Um, and so that was my experience. But the, the whole the whole process was just so daunting, boys. Like, honestly, I even the content, the content was actually not easy for me to learn. Like, it was it was tough. And I, I feel like I can prove that to you because if you check your messages right now, I've just sent you the first question that you're going to get in this year eight sex ed quiz, okay? Um, and basically what it says in the article is that if you can't pass this, that you should definitely not be having sex, right? So if you can't pass this year eight 
quiz, then you're in real strife, more trouble than the early settlers. So here's what I'm giving you. Have you got the diagram there? Yep, I'm looking at it. Okay, you're looking at the diagram. What, how would you describe the diagram, Mitch? Uh, I don't know. Biologically accurate? No, but I don't mean, like, what is it? Uh, oh, it's a, it's a vagina. Yeah, it's, a, it's the female reproductive system, to be exact. Yep. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. Labeled at the top. Nice. No, probably could have just read that. Yep. Now, that's right. Now, what we are looking for is where are the letters H and I, where are they located? It's a multiple choice question for you. You've got the fallopian tube, the uterus, the cervix, or the ovary. Are we just answering now? H, yeah, you just answer now. Absolutely. H and I. That's the cervix. H and I. It is how it's. It is the cervix. How are they both? They're pointing to two different things, aren't they? H and I. They're both in the same location. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Jeez. Come on, skin. Uh, I'm, glad, I'm glad I got it right. I mean, I'm probably getting the next ones wrong, but I've done a little bit of a little bit of anatomy at the university. That was the visual. That was the other visual component. Here we go for number two. Yeah. What about this one? You need to have regular erections to keep your penis from shrinking. True or false? I'll say false. Uh, yeah, I would have thought false as well. Well, you're both wrong. <laughs> really? Yeah, it is 100% true, according to this one. Oh, yes, like yeah. any other muscle, uh, yeah, isn't it? Well, it yeah, says like... it's by a use it or lose it mentality. That's what she would have been familiar with her in, anatomy, in your anatomy classes. So uh, you're one from two, guys. Okay, wow. okay. Now, I've only given you four questions because I feel like the full thing was 12, and I'll tell you my result in a second. Um, which of these STIs are you more susceptible to if you shave off your pubic hair? Pubic loss, chlamydia, or genital warts? Uh, well, I would think not pubic loss if you've gotten rid of pubic hair. It's <laughs> good. Going with genital warts? I'm going the same. Okay, you're both right. Two from three. Get around it. Very impressive. Okay, extra credit. Is pee stored in the balls? No. <laughs> no. No. No is correct as well. Very well done. You guys are three from it. four. You're probably okay. Now, my result in that same quiz was five from 12. <laughs> five from 12? <laughs> I feel like Holy some of the mother. questions were harder as it got longer. Yeah, I was going to say, what are the rest of those they questions? They were definitely harder. And then look at this. This is the feedback it gives. Didn't get 100%. Sorry, buddy. No sex for you. Not allowed. <laughs> Not allowed. No way. No sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's about that time that we wind up the episode, but there is one thing that we need to do. Best on ground? Um... What have we had this episode? Who's done what? Well, we had only really small phone calls, so it's difficult to give it to a guest, I would think. That's true. So I find it hard to split you guys apart. I mean, Mitch told a good story. Yeah, Lee, I, I yeah. loved your uh, sex head. <laughs> 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 it's only just love and sex head oh, in the same sentence. <laughs> yeah, no, Mitch and I learned a lot, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. You guys were fairly impressive. I mean, I probably can't get best on ground on the fact I got five from 12 in a quiz that I'm meant to educate people about. Yeah, that's concerning. Yeah. So that's maybe not the best. Uh, you guys both got three from four, though. It's yeah. not a bad hit, right? I think Has did most of the work there. Maybe Has can have a best on ground. He's yeah. done well in the quiz. He has done well in the house. Did he quiz? That was. Did he? he ran that AFL segment. That was good. Yeah. Happy with the what would you change in the AFL? Yeah. What would you change? Led the way on our phone calls. Got oh, name dropped Alchemy a few times. Sure. Yeah, but that's standard there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really too outside the box. But okay, we're happy with that, Has. Perfect. Thank you very much. Congrats, mate. You're too kind. Excellent, Has. Well done. Now, you have already mentioned, Has, that uh, people can go to the Alchemy website and use our promotion code there if they want something. The other thing that they can get their hands on is some lovely Wig of the Chocolates merchandise, which we are repping again tonight, which is fantastic. And there, Mitch, where do they need to go to acquire that? Uh, To the website, wegotthechocolates.com.au. 
That's right. The website is just a great hub for activity, actually. You can get in touch with us yeah. with all of our socials there. There's also going to be a friend of the show application form in the next couple of days. So it is all happening, and we would love you to get in contact with us, guys. We love hearing from you, and we love talking about you. So please stick with us, and we'll be back with you again next Thursday morning. Thank you. Cheers, guys. Stop us. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.